Hello and welcome to the latest episode of The Anointed. This is George and thank you for letting me anoint your ears. I hope you had a good week. I had a good week as well, still recuperating from the case of influenza. Big words for a beautiful morning or night depends on what time zone you're in. The topic of my discussion today is pretty interesting. I hate mathematics. I hated it really bad. But recently I came across one of the BBC radio coverages during one of my drives. Yeah, you must be thinking BBC radio, what are you? Which era are you from? But hey, BBC radio was the only thing that's available on my stereo system in my car and I believe BBC does a great job at reporting without any biases. So, me and my wife prefers it. Came across this interesting show which pretty much talked about infinity from a mathematical perspective. I hate math, but hey, when you put some historical spin to it, I'm all yours. So, you must have come across the name Pythagoras when you studied mathematics in middle school when your teacher showed you on how to find a hypotenuse of a right angle you probably didn't get on your knees and start worshiping him as a god but that is pretty much what happened in ancient Greece here's a factoid hypotenuse was of no use for me. <laughs> uh, anyway, apart from those nightmare days, Pythagoras turned out to be one of those figures that BBC discussed. So what has a right angle got to do with infinity or hypotenuse? So it turns out Pythagoras came up with the Pythagorean theorem, you know, where a2 plus b2 equals c2. But he only believed in whole numbers. What happened during that time was one of his disciples was the first one that came across a number that went on and on and on and on pretty much defined infinity which was an irrational number and that was considered as sacrilege or it questioned the authority of Pythagoras because he believed only in whole numbers and how whole numbers changed the world. So that got me curious. What happened to the guy who found infinity? Turns out he was killed by the hands of Pythagoras. And the legend goes on that you never question Pythagoras or his theorems or you shall face the gods on the watery slopes. So today's discussion is pretty much discussing on what an interesting man Pythagoras was. We all know him as a mathematician, but he was a spiritual leader with followers. It wasn't mostly a religion, it was actually a religious cult. 
and in ancient Greece many of him cons- many of the people consider him as crazy because you're about to experience some of the crazy stuff he pretty much implemented for his followers for the for pythagorean math was a religious experience and some equations were divine secrets and unfit for the public eyes there was a whole cult behind the man who figured out on how to measure the side of a triangle and you might imagine there are some pretty strange beliefs pythagoras believed that one soul is immortal and it's merely transferring to a new body upon quote unquote death the exact details of his teachings are uncertain but it is possible to construct an outline based on this main idea aristotle even though he did not give any credit to pythagoras spoke about it cheeky aristotle but his teachings were heavily influenced around numbers and he believed everything in the universe were governed by numbers like in planetary motions nature and so on and his cults epicenter of their belief were numbers both plato and isocrates states that above all else pythagoras was known as the founder of a new way of life and his followers had the same beliefs as well in his cult or religion there were two types of groups one was known as the mathematikoi or the learners or the askusmatikoi the listeners The Askusmatikoi were traditionally identified as scholars or old believers in mysticism, numerology and religious teachings, whereas Mathematikoi were traditionally identified as intellectuals, modern faction who are more rational and scientific. I'll show you in the later part on who was Pythagoras' favorite group of people. So, they believed every part of mathematics was holy <laughs> just like my teacher when they solved a new theorem they would give thanks to the gods by sacrificing an ox the greeks thought it was a little freaky they didn't just call it philosophy or religion they saw it as a full blown cult and a dangerous one at that pythagoras was treated as a god Many of the followers believed that he was a demigod. They called him the divine Pythagoras and told people that he was the son of God, usually Hermes or Apollo depending on whom you asked. Here's the irony. He sacrifices an ox every single time he solved an equation or came up with a new theorem. But you know what? He was actually a vegetarian. with loopholes Pythagoras believed from abstaining from eating meat because he believed it polluted one's body and you should never kill a living thing his rules were a bit weird though he would sacrifice an oxen but he's one of those kind of vegetarians he would 
eat fish or chicken or even lamb such a weirdo but it was believed at that time the greeks used to spread a joke about pythagoras or the people followed him or himself who insisted he never ate a living thing but he was actually caught eating dog meat to that pythagoras said yes but i kill them first so that they are not alive man filled with excuses he had pretty strange rules he had pretty strange rules around the way of life especially strict and had rules about just about everything for instance how shall a man wear a shoe one of his rules is put the right shoe on first because one must not travel on public roads and he didn't stop at a footwear though so he has to always start with the right foot followed by the left rules on the f- on on food as well is one of the most popular ones followed worldwide including colleges and schools i believe he is the father of the famous 5 second rule that when a food touches the floor you shall wait nothing beyond 5 seconds before it touches and once you pick it up it's safe to eat he also had restrictions on sex he told to abstain from sex whenever possible because life would leave a man and he would give up his strength if you really can't keep hold of it keep it or keep the sexual pleasures for summer sorry for winter and abstain it during summer crazy guy i have nothing more to say about this guy the more you go into the rabbit hole you realize i had every reason not to follow my path in math here's one of the other strange rules that the pythagorean or scholars who followed him had pythagoras believed in the importance of silence every new recruit had to spend 5 years in silence wow this podcast would not have happened if i was a pythagorean staying quiet was a way of life of self control he made sure anyone who wanted to join his quote unquote cult should sign up by shutting his mouth for 5 years straight and this helped his folks to stay pure you know there is actually a pretty good reason why because this way in ancient greece a pythagorean or a pythagoras wasn't a good thing calling yourself the son of god or getting people to worship numbers wasn't exactly considered as a model citizen the pythagorean tried to keep parts of their life quiet as a result they wouldn't let anyone know or let into their fold unless they proved their silence or loyalty most greeks didn't understand the implication but the silent ones were their favorite generally people were more impressed by the quiet ones than the ones who decided to talk 
That's to you, Pythagoras. You weren't much loved. Remember that guy who proved an irrational number? Well, he was one of Pythagoras' famous followers, Hypasis, or Hypasis, or Hypasis. He proved that the square root of 2 would lead to an irrational, never-ending number. This was a major discovery and was considered as a major rebellion. It is told that this led to make Pythagoras look really bad. According to the legend, when the proof was shown to Pythagoras, he was taken on a boat and Pythagoras grabbed Hypasis, wrestled with him at the side of the boat and drowned him by putting his face under the water and threw his lifeless body overboard. And he turned to others and warned them to never tell a soul what had happened. Remember their penance for silence? It's applied for violence as well. Because he was such a divine creature or a being, the story spread as a legend by saying to never ever go against Pythagoras or the gods of the water shall punish you. <sighs> Religion and its ways. Because Pythagoras was a son of God, he always spoke behind a curtain. Remember the two groups of people? within his cult, the Akusmatikoi and the Mathematikoi. The Mathematikoi were Pythagoras' closest and most trusted followers. He would meet them and explain to them the theorems in detail. And they were allowed to know the secrets of advanced math and were kept hidden from the rest of the world. But they had to pay a heavy price for that privilege. To become a mathematicoi, a person has to give up meat, women, and all his private possession. From then on only, they shall remain loyal or in the secret of sacred societies for Pythagoras. The rest were allowed to be askusmetikoi, followers who never were allowed to see Pythagoras' face. So mathematicoi could see his face while Ascus Metacoi group of people were allowed to speak to him behind a veil. Tears of membership. This clearly shows I would never make it to be a Mathematicoi because first of all I wasn't interested in what Pythagoras had to share. Second, silence. This podcast would be at risk. And here's my final one one of the strangest beliefs that he had. He was not into beans. One of his cult's major rules was to never touch a favor beans. And he says, because it produced flatulence, a piece of your soul will go away. That rule still applies today, Pythagoras. You should be proud. When the gas came out, it would partake most of the breath of life. Beans was so sacred that in the end 
of Pythagoras life he gave his own to protect it it is being said that Pythagoras was being chased by a mob and he had to run for his life but he stopped at the field of beans so he decided he would rather die than step on a single bean hence he let the mob cut his throat and he gave his life for the sake of the beans of course this is one of the many stories about his death because all his stories spread by him ended with him giving up his life such a selfless soul it is also said that he eventually died by one of those greek mobs in real apart from those legend what you might not know vegetarianism before this term was coined in the 1840s was actually referred to as a pythagorean so pythagoras apart from the hypotenuse was also the father of vegetarianism and the meaning of flatulence such a wonderful man who was far ahead of his times a true renaissance man because he impacted math music astronomy religion and most important of all gave up his life for flatulence <laughs>